The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, May 5th edition. Happy Cinco de Mayo to everybody out there. Hope you have a little fun plan for you, get uh, things rocking and rolling. But we got baseball to talk about. Hope everybody had a good Tuesday. It was a wild one. The Cardinals uh, Mets decided to have a rain out about a half hour after lock when there was like no rain, no rain. So that's always fun. DeGrom got scratched anyways. It was just an interesting interesting slate. We had tons of offense, as expected. The, the Sox did their thing. The A's did their thing. Lots of good stuff in that regard. You know, it pitched well, pivoted it enough. Uh, Bauer was okay, not great. Nola was good. Fun slate. Fun slate, as we'd expect, with 12 games. We got 10 tonight. Uh, originally, it was 11, but the Cardinals-Mets doing some kind of doubleheader or whatnot, so that got scratched. So keep an eye on that. Um, we got uh, only a few totals. We're not going to go over those tonight. We're just going to wait and see how the stuff settles on Wednesday and go from there. But you do have some weather to pay attention to Atlanta at Washington, wind blowing in from left field about 14 miles an hour. So that could help some pitching out for sure. Milwaukee, Philadelphia blowing in from left field about 12 miles an hour. Detroit, Boston kind of raining pretty heavy, about 40% throughout the day. Then it dies off later in the day. So do we get a late start? Do we get a late start? Then a, rain, uh, then a postponement? What are we going to get? We'll have to see there because we love targeting Detroit. So, no, I think you got Martin Perez on the bump for Boston. So that's always interesting. And then Texas, Minnesota, about 5% chance to rain. It kind of goes up to about 20% later in the evening. So I don't think that'll be too much to worry about, but something to keep an eye on as well. Again, uh, 10 games to break down for you. Let's get at it. We got a cheapie right out the gate. Shane Bieber, 10-4 at the Kansas City Royals. Great price point for Shane Bieber. Even though the White Sox hit him around in his last night, he still struck out 11 to get you 28.7 points. Dude's averaging almost 32 points per game. He has um, 11 or more strikeouts in four or five of six starts. He has nine or more Ks in all six starts. He's going well over 100 pitches every start, six innings or more in every single start. Like I said, he's averaging 32 points per game. He has his lowest totals, 25.6. I'm not going to go too much farther into this. He's just been absolutely ridiculous, kind of how we talked about uh, DeGrom, Kansas City striking out about a little less than 23% of the time versus right-handed pitching, 242 average, 175 ISO, 108 WRC+. plus. So they've been hitting the ball pretty well. There's no hiding that. But Bieber's outstanding. He might give up a little damage to uh, Kansas City, but the strikeouts will be there. Phenomenal play at 10 for that price point's too low. He should be in the 11K range. Him and DeGrom should just be 11K plus, closer to 12K, 
all day. Like on, on FanDuel, Bieber's 12-2. That's reasonable. That at least makes you think. That's fair. At 10200 on DraftKings, you have you Darvish. A good pivot off of Bieber if we get enough value, which I imagine we will because we have been. Phenomenal um, cash game pairing if you can get Darvish and Bieber in your lineup. Really good cash game pairing. Uh, Darvish, six or more innings pitched in uh, five straight starts. One earned run in each of the last five starts. He's just been great. Seven or more strike or six or more strikeouts uh, in each start. He's nine or more in three straight starts. He basically has 30 or more runs in three straight starts. The dude is outstanding. Going up against the Pittsburgh t- Pirates team, you know you can pick on. There's no no uh, sugarcoat in that one. They're striking out on over 23% of the time for striking and pitching. 124 ISO, 86 WRC+. plus. So Darvish, great pivot off of uh, Bieber. If you don't want to pay the, the, the popular Bieber, that's totally fine. If you'd like to uh, mac, uh, pair them up, phenomenal play as well. So Bieber and Darvish, it's like 1A and 1B. Uh, if you just want to play the ownership game and wait till about 6.30 Eastern and kind of see where things are going, play the, the lower own guy, no problem at all. So I think both are phenomenal. I'm assuming Bieber is going to be more popular. Just going to throw that one out there. But both great plays. I don't care about the ownership on Bieber. If you like Bieber, play Bieber. That simple. So keep that one in mind. Uh, another play, Freddie Peralta, 9500 bucks at Philadelphia. Good Philadelphia team. Probably no Bryce Harper still. They're saying he might need another day or two for that wrist to heal. So that's good. Uh, McCutcheon is not going to hit two more home runs off of Freddie Peralta, just like he did a Lauer. They got to Lauer because Eric Lauer is who we thought he was, and they did not let him off the hook. RIP Denny Green. So, uh, yeah, Freddie Peralta, outstanding. He, he, he made the Dodgers look tame, six innings, one hit, was a solo shot, seven Ks. He has seven or more Ks. In every single start this season, he had six Ks in his two-inning bullpen appearance. But five or more innings pitched in all but one start, seven or more Ks in every single start. Uh, he's got 15 or more points in every start. He's got 27 or more in three of five starts. He's been outstanding. And he goes up against this Philadelphia Phillies team at home. Good ballpark to hit him. No hiding that. But it is a Philadelphia team that's striking out almost 26% of the time versus right-handed pitching. 228 average, 140 ISO, 83 WRC+. plus. So definitely a Phillies team that's been underperforming. Uh, you maybe get JT Muto to sit out a day. Maybe you get some other guys to, to rest. Who knows? Peralta could be a nice GPP play and a pivot off the two big dogs up top and Bieber and Darvish. He's just as good. The the other guys have much more of a safe floor with more upside than Peralta. But Peralta's outstanding, makes for a good GPP pivot, and it's a good GPP play in general. I want the other two in cash. I don't want Peralta in cash. But in GPPs, definitely like some Freddie Peralta at 95 against this uh, kind of sputtering Phillies offense. Now we're going to skip a few guys here. We're going to go to Adbert Alzale at $7,900 against a struggling Dodgers offense. Big-time struggle bus for the Dodgers offense. Like on the season, striking out 23% of the time, 184 ISO, 123 uh, WRC+. plus. But, you know, let's have some fun with this. Let's say just uh, – let's go Let's go April 15th on. Let, let's, let's just kind of have some fun with this uh, Dodgers offense and see how they're doing versus right-handed pitching. Let's see if they're still as good as they were. Almost striking out 26% of the time now. 143 ISO, 103 WRC+, plus, going down a little bit. But they keep struggling. So let's take another week off the tab there. Let's go to about two weeks ago and uh, see what we got here for the Dodgers versus right-handed pitching. And we got a 24% carry. So the carry's gotten better. But 236 average, 153 ISO, 117 WRC+. Plus. So in reality, as we knew, they're a good offense at the same time. They are sputtering. They're not as dominant as they once were. Still very, very good. Not going to you know, display that at all. But Alzale, very, very sneaky stuff. Good movement on his pitches. Good strikeout stuff. Probably only going five, maybe six innings. The only downside. But uh, you know, 16 or more points in all three starts this year. I like him in a tournament at 7900 bucks because the lower options aren't as great as we had when Alzale was supposed to pitch on Monday. 
Jay, or no, Robbie Ray, 7,200 bucks. Yes, Robbie Ray is actually pitching very, very well. He's gone five or more innings in every start. He has given up three, a two earned, three earned, zero earned, two earned. That's been outstanding. Last two starts, he has zero walks, which is great. And then those last two starts, five, in, uh, five Ks and nine Ks, uh, he's up to 95 pitches. He's gotten over 21 DraftKings points in back-to-back starts. It's always about the walks. If he's not walking, guys, he's been outstanding. He's 7,200 bucks versus the Oakland Athletics, who teed off on uh, Anthony K as we expected. What, is he, what are they going to do against Robbie Ray? Well, Ray's much better than Anthony K. I'll say that much. They do strike out 25% of the time versus lefties. They do have a 205 ISO and a 121 WRC+. Plus. So they hit them with a lot of power. But if you want to play Ray in a tournament at 72, don't hate it at all. He'll, he's going to come in essentially unowned in this game. So keep that in mind with Robbie Ray. JT Brubaker at $6,900 I like quite a bit. Uh, like we mentioned, the Dodgers offense is sputtering. Padres are sputtering tremendously. And Brubaker is actually a good pitcher. He's just getting priced down because of the San Diego Padres. This is a, a guy that's pitched five or more innings in four straight starts. Three earned, two earned, one earned, one earned, one earned in his five outings this year. 15 or more points in every single start this year with a ceiling of 27.3. He's been very, very good. Lots of strikeout upside, five or more Ks in four or five starts. Going up against the San Diego team, like I said, beat up. Tatis got the night off on Tuesday, so he'll be back on Wednesday. But still, maybe they get Machado the day off. They're, they're rotating guys and giving them rest like they're the NBA right now. So keep all that in mind, but they, they are striking out over 24% of the time versus righties, 209 average, 122 ISO, only an 82 WRC+. plus. So everyone pictures this San Diego Padres offense as being this big world beater. But, you know, a 122 ISO is okay. It's not great. 82 WRC+, plus are 18% below average against right-handed pitching. So, like, 82 WRC+, plus, the Dodgers are having 84. So that tells you something right there when we talked about the Dodgers. But, uh, like, the Reds are 79. The Rockies are an 84. The Braves are a 54 WRC+. plus. Texas, 89. Um, Royals, 84. So this is what we're talking about. Not world beaters against right-handed pitching. And Brubaker's discounted at 69. I think he makes for a great value on this slate. Is he a lock? No, but a great value. What I will lock in, like, I will say Martin Perez is 6,600 bucks. I hate Martin Perez. But, it's again, it's essentially we're targeting the Detroit Tigers. A Detroit Tigers team that strikes out almost 38% of the time. First left-handed pitching, 38%. With a 170 average against a .068 ISO, .068, and a 33 WRC+. plus. That is 67% below average. So that is an atrocious. They are just horrific against left-handed pitching. Martin Perez is not good, but he's 6600 bucks against the Detroit Tigers. I love him. Like, just make sure the rain's not there. I will take that chance all day long. You, you roll with Martin Perez. But the last guy I'll mention, and I, this last guy I think is almost even cash viable. I don't understand the DK pricing besides the fact that maybe they saw he went two innings in his last start, but he took a line drive off his heel and left the game. He threw a bullpen session. He's fine. That's Brady Singer at 5500 bucks at home against the Cleveland Indians. This is a Brady Singer that's been outstanding. Seven innings, three hits, one earned, eight Ks against Detroit. Six innings, two hits, no one, six Ks against Toronto, six, uh, five or more Ks in four straight starts. He hasn't given up more than um, one earned run except one start. His first start against Texas, Angels got none, Toronto got none, Detroit got one. He has been outstanding. 17 or more points in three straight starts before leaving early against Minnesota. I love him in this outing for 55. I can't figure out the price for the life of me. It makes no sense at all. So I'm going to be jumping on this. Maybe it's bait, maybe it's not. But it's a Minnesota team that strikes out 26% of the time versus righties. 217 average, 189 ISO, so a little bit of power, but a 90 WRC+. plus, So still below average overall offense. Like the power is okay, but the overall offense is below average. 
versus right-handed pitching. Sitting at 55 blows my mind. So it doesn't make a lot of sense, um, but he is a phenomenal play in my mind on this one. Because even on even on FanDuel, he's 7,400 bucks. They got him priced up a little more there. So Brady Singer definitely checks the box for me. Recapping things, you got Bieber at 10-4, Darvish at 10-2, 1A, 1B. I prefer Bieber over Darvish. Love them both. Like totally, you can play the ownership game. You can play them together in cash, whatever you want to do. Phenomenal. Peralta at 95 is a good GPP pivot off the big two or just a GPP play in general, whatever you prefer. Alzley at 79 if you want to get weird. Uh, Robbie Ray at 72 is a very good GPP play because he's got one of those, like you, you talk about cheaper guys that have like, you know, they can produce. We know Robbie Ray's got like a 30-point floor. We've seen it from Robbie Ray. Will he do it? Probably not. Could he get you 24, 25? You could definitely see that happening. You could also see him getting destroyed. So that's why he's GPP at 72. But it's all about the walks. He's controlled them the last two times out. And it's been very, very productive. Uh, JT Brubaker at 69, not too shabby. Martin Perez at 66. It's going to be a hard one to stomach, but you just you stick to the plan. If we, fade, if we fade the Detroit Tigers pretty much daily, especially with lefties, it'll pay off way more than it doesn't. So just keep that in mind. And then Brady Singer at 55, I'm going to take the bait on this one. I think it's a phenomenal play. He said he's healthy. The bullpen session went fine. It's a Cleveland offense you can exploit. Singer's been outstanding. The strikeouts will be there. At 55, he can give up two three runs, which he hasn't done except opening day. Like, he hasn't done that. So he can give up two or three if he wants, get six plus Ks at 5,500 bucks. He'll pay that price tag off like that. Lickety split. It's absolutely beautiful. So Singer, definitely in play on this one. All right, let's check out the bats on this 10-game slate catcher's position on this one. Uh, you got Will Smith versus Alzale. Yeah, I'll pass. Like Mitch Garford versus the lefty Yang of Texas at 49. That's a good GPP play, especially if you're stacking Minnesota, because most won't stack Garver in their stacks. They stack other guys that are eh, rightfully so being stacked. Uh, Christian Vasquez at 42 if you want to get some Red Sox action against Casey Mize. I don't mind attacking Casey Mize. He's good, but he's wild. He won't go long, so you're going to get a lot of Detroit bullpen, which makes the Red Sox very much in play again. Like, we love them. They did their thing on Tuesday. It's not as smashy of a spot, but it's still a very, very good spot. So don't completely fade that train. Uh, cheaper plays, you know, you got Higa Shioka. It's not bad. I don't hate it. Uh, maybe Kybert Ruiz gets to start, but I'm pretty sure he just got called up to be the 27th man. He'll be sent down again on uh, after after the games on Tuesday or Wednesday morning. So keep an eye on him. Uh, a few others as you get cheaper. Francisco Mejia. It looks like Otani is taking the bump for the Angels, but he was not listed on the pitchers. So keep that in mind. If oh, yeah, he won't be on here. So see what Otani's price is because that could be very interesting against Tampa Bay. If it's like that 75, 76 range like it was um, the other day, we're back on that train. So that'll be definitely one to hit us up in the Slack chat to get in free into the Slack chat. We'll talk about that if the Otani stuff comes up. Just hit me up on Twitter at BDNTrick. We'll get you hooked up with all that good stuff. Uh, so Otani is an interesting one to keep a track of with Tampa Bay. A few other ones to, to keep in mind if you're going cheaper. Uh, William Contreras, we talked about him yesterday for at $2,800, like nine DK points. He's 3K versus Fetty. I'm going to keep going to him until they price him up. It's Wilson Contreras, his younger brother. He can hit. He's going to be the guy in Atlanta with all the injuries. So enjoy that value while you can. Uh, Max Stoss, if he gets to start, he's 27 versus Yarborough. Nice value. And that, Jonah Heim for Texas, if he gets to start, he's 26 versus Thorpe. He started on Tuesday, though, so I'd imagine Trevino's back in the bump there. Um, you know, uh, Danny Jansen is 24 versus Bassett. I don't like to target Bassett, but he's cheap. Maldonado is 23 versus Montgomery. So those are a couple of punts if you need them, but I prefer not to go too much lower than probably William Contreras if I don't have to. First base, you got Freeman versus Fetty. Freeman will get going here eventually. He's got a great matchup versus Fetty to try to get that uh, that train rolling, so keep him in your mind. Uh, Muncy hit a home run off Kimbrell on Wednesday to force that game to go a little longer. He's 52 if you're stacking the Dodgers against Alzale. Not one of my favorite stacks, but he's in play if you need him. Uh, Shohei Otani, they have him as a hitter here, but they're showing him as a pitcher potentially. So 
see what DK does. They're all over the board. If he's only 4,500 bucks hitting, he's in play for sure. Like Garborough lefty lefty. I don't care. Otani at 45 is a good price point, but I'm assuming they're going to try to get him to pitcher pretty soon. So keep an eye on Otani on this one. A few other ones to take a peek at, like Metals in a tournament. Sure. Not running to play him against Robbie Ray right out the gate. But uh, like Nate Lowe against Thorpe at 36, I like quite a bit. Good value on Lowe. Uh, Thorpe, I don't see him going too long in the game. Then you get the bullpen. Um, Lowe, you know, back-to-back double-digit games. He's, he's been playing very, very well. So Nate Lowe at 36, definitely on board there. Uh, a few other cheapies. Josh Naylor's up at 33, but I still like him quite a bit. First base outfit eligible, playing very, very good. Alex Kirilov's 33. He was off on Tuesday. They're saying it's a wrist thing. Keep an eye on that. You know, when you're hitting the ball as hard as he is, you can tell wrists will get damaged. If Dan Vogelbach's in the lineup, he's 2900 bucks for his Chase Anderson. That's a phenomenal like GPP value. Almost cash game worthy, to tell you the truth. I don't think I'm going there in cash. We'll keep an eye on that. But Vogie at 29 versus Chase Anderson in Citizen Bank Park, that's that's juicy. That's very juicy. Another really nice value, Albert Pujols at only 27 versus Ryan Yarborough. I can get behind that as well if you're looking for some more value at first base. Not sure you're going to need it, but those are a couple of nice values at the position. You might need it if you're going to go DeGrom and Darvish in cash. You might need them. So second base position, you got Chris Taylor. But Ozzie Albies at 5K versus Fetty all over that one. Polanco switch hitting versus Yang's okay. I uh, prefer Albies, but Polanco's not too shabby. Merrifield keeps getting it done if you want to fade Bieber. He had, he had multiple steals again on, on Tuesday. Another double-digit performance from Merrifield. It's just like he's a steady Eddie cash game type player. He's expensive. But you can go there if you choose. It's definitely a an option. But it's Bieber, so it's not like my top priority. But like I'd rather Colton Wong at forty three versus Chase Anderson. Milwaukee's going to be a play for me. I can already tell. I like their price points. I like, I like the matchup. They, they they've been hitting of late. I'm on board with Colton Wong at forty three against Chase Anderson. Uh, Nico Goodrum switch hitting versus Martin Perez at forty one. On that, he got a couple knocks, stole a bag, quite productive on Tuesday. So he's forty one. You could definitely go that direction. Brandon Lau at 39. See, it says Otani, so I'll have to keep an eye on this one. But it's a good value if it's not Otani at 39. The Rays will be a value yet again if we don't get Shohei on the bump. A few others like Jake Cronenworth versus Brubaker at 28. I'm going to keep going back to him because I know the talent's there. Josh Harrison at 35 versus Freed. If you're fading Freed, returning from the I.L., Josh Harrison's a good value. Just remember the wind blowing in from left kind of negates some things, but still that's a good price tag on Harrison at 35. Then other than that... Not a whole lot standing out at the position. Like Harold, Harold Castro is 2500 bucks with Detroit if you need an uber punt, but I'm really trying not to go to Harold Castro tonight. Third base, you got like Justin Turner, Jose Ramirez, always in play. Rafael Devers is out on Tuesday. If he's back at 53, that's a solid play versus Mize. No doubting that. Josh Donaldson are only 51 versus Yang. All aboard that train. Definitely uh, liking that play quite a bit. Bregman went deep on Tuesdays, 48 in a tournament versus Montgomery. You can go there. Chapman in a tournament at 45 as well versus Ray. Don't mind that at all. Gio, your shell's only 42. Austin Riley only 41. You can go back to him. He's hitting fifth on Tuesday. So they're starting to give him some love with all that that nice average and everything he's putting out there. So keep him in mind. Going below 4K, though, like Travis Shaw. See, I love this Milwaukee price. Shaw's only 3,600. He's going to be hitting cleanup in that lineup against Chase Anderson. It's a phenomenal price point. Really like that one quite a bit at 3,600 bucks for Travis Shaw. Um, you can go his direction. Oletimus Diaz, if he cracks lineup for Houston, he's 34. He usually plays versus lefties, so that's not a bad tournament play. Hunter Dozier's only 3K versus Bieber if you want to fade Bieber. Dozier's on fire. Another couple doubles tonight, another double-digit point game. Really starting to swing it well. We talked about it. I wrote him up in the, the DK picks on Rotoballer on Tuesday. Kind of profiled a few of his uh, traits that stand out for production coming his way, and sure enough, it definitely is. So keep him on your radar. 
shortstop position. You got Tatis. He was off on Tuesday. I ain't paying 62 for Tatis. I know we've seen him double dong. We've seen way too many duds. Because I still think he's kind of banged up. Uh, you got Corey Seager at 54. But like Xander's still at 52. Just keep playing him instead of these other guys. Like the other guys are good. They're going to be productive. But Xander's just so damn good. Went deep again on Tuesday. Just that's his four straight double digit DraftKings point day. He's a beast. And you're going to get Mize and a bunch of that Detroit bullpen. Bogarts at 52 is a phenomenal play. Just save some cash if you're going to pay up. And you usually have to pay up a shortstop. Bogarts at 52 is pretty good. Polanco at 49. I mentioned him already. I'm still a believer in Glaber Torres. He's up to 48, though. I like him. He's a lot cheaper. But I believe that he's going to get off the schneid. You know, seven or more points in five straight games. Had an end of Tuesday. Didn't get to see what he did on Tuesday quite yet. But uh, he's been slowly getting productive with the price tags coming up as well, which kind of is a bummer. Uh, Trey Turner is down to 4700 bucks, So this gets my attention. Like, I love Bogarts at 52 if you want to go trade Trey at 47 versus Freed, I can totally get behind that as well. I prefer Bogarts, but Trey at 47 versus Lefty Freed, I, I can see that being quite productive. I don't, I don't, you know, Freed coming back from the injury, how long does he go? How effective is he going to be? Lots of questions to be answered there. IKF's only 42 versus Thorpe. Swanson's only 43. Both cheaper plays that are that are worth a look. Mentioned Nico Goodrum at 41. Uh, Joey Wendell, depending on who uh, Anaheim's throwing out there at 38, could be worth the look for you. But see, again, now cheapies aren't that great. Like maybe Jose Iglesias at 29, not in love with it, though. As usual, like I want to pay up at the position. Like basically Bogarts and uh, Trey Turner stand out of some really good pay up spots at shortstop on Wednesday. All right, head into the outfield on this one. Going to have some definite choices to go through. Acuna went deep on Tuesday. He's only 58. His price tag went down to face Eric Fede. Yeah, sign me up. Buxton went deep. His price tag went down to face Yang at 57. I like that even more than Acuna. That's an outstanding look. They got Trout at only 56 versus Yarborough. So Acuna, Buxton, Trout going to be Buxton, Trout, Acuna in that order if you're paying up. But then you got Woe Nelly, Nelson Cruz versus a lefty at home at 54. You guys know the drill. If you're a regular listener to the show, you know the drill. So, yes, boomstick, going deep on a Wednesday. So you got to love that stuff. Uh, you know, Aaron Judge, not a bad play at 52 versus Garcia. I like Garcia a lot, so I'm not actively going to stack him. But he's at 52 and stands at 47. It's just one of those things like you kind of want to get at least some of that. Like Stanton went deep on Tuesday. I prefer Stanton over Judge every time out. But when Judge goes off, he goes off in a big way. Like you look at his, his game logs, it's like 25, 32, 0, 0, 0, 21. Like he goes, it's, it's all or nothing. With the, it's either He's either in court or he's out of session. That's pretty much how Judge works there. Uh, Loriano at 49, if you're paying up, don't hate it. Grisham at 48 has got some cash appeal. Soto's back, but apparently he's he can hit, but he can't throw. So I don't know why they activated him, but they did. So if he's in the lineup at 46, he's in play because he loves to hit, period, and especially lefties. But see if he's in the lineup. Uh, Fran Reyes, if you're not using Singer, Fran at 46, keep riding that hot bat. He's been very, very productive. So don't uh, slow down that one. Um, going down far, like Verdugo went deep on Tuesday at 42. He's definitely in play again. He's cash game viable pretty much every night for me at his price points. And he's a part of all your stacks with Devers, Bogarts, uh, JD. You name it, Verdugo should be in those stacks for sure. Uh, a few other guys to look at, uh, maybe a Rosarena, depending again on the Angels pitcher. I like Tampa Bay if it's the right matchup. They're even hitting Cobb a bit on Tuesday. So that's just, you got to make sure the, the matchup suits, but uh, it is a good spot for the Rays, whose offense is annoying, but it is what it is. Eddie Rosario had the night off on Tuesday. If he's in the lineup and you're not using Singer, he's 37. That's a very good price point to get some nice action there. Meadows is down to 34. It's a great price point for Austin Meadows. 
Um, if you're fading the Angels pitching, a really good price tag at 34 for Austin Meadows. Josh Naylor, I mentioned him at 33. Kirilov at 33, like both those values quite a bit. If Low Kane's in the lineup, if you want to play Low Kane at 32 versus Anderson, get another cheap piece of Milwaukee. Zero problem there, as Low Kane had a nice return on, on Monday for double digit points. Um, I don't believe he played on Tuesday. I have to double check that, but I didn't see him doing anything if he did. So Low Kane at 32. Uh, a few other ones down here. Like Aaron Hicks is only thirty two hundred bucks. Robbie Grossman is thirty one. He had a nice game on um, on Tuesday. Had a, a couple steals, I believe. Some runs scored. So if you want some value with Grossman at thirty one, zero problem with that at all. Justin Upton's down to thirty one. We mentioned Pujols only twenty seven. Jay up at thirty one. Very very nice value in this one. The Angels, the Angels and the Brew Crew. So nice value stacks here if you want to pay up a pitching on Wednesday. And same with Kansas City if you want to fade Bieber. But if you're doing that, that means you're paying up for pitching, so you're probably playing Bieber. But maybe you go Darvish Peralta to be weird, and you can play some Kansas City if you want. Um, Dozier's 3K. Talked about him already. Adelise Garcia is down to 3K against Thorpe. I love that value, especially in tournaments. Uh, JBJ is only 28 versus Anderson. JBJ went deep on Tuesday. More value as usual. Soler is down to 28 against uh Bieber, I remember it's remember it's Stephen Piscotty week six lefties this week. Here's the third one, Robbie Ray. Piscotty's down to twenty eight hundred bucks tournaments only, but he's down to twenty eight hundred. Willie Calhoun went deep on Tuesday. He's twenty seven versus Thorpe. Uh, Pache's twenty six. If you need a value, Brett Gardner's twenty six. Yeah, you can pay it for pitching as usual. The the position, uh, Tyrone Taylor, who was crushing it before he went back to the minors for a day for um for Yelich to come back. He's twenty four hundred bucks. If he cracks the Brooker lineup, he's twenty four. That's just crazy. So yeah, value, tons and tons of value, as you'd expect on these slates. Uh, the last one, I think I went past him because he's moved up in price. But let's see what my boy Yadiel Hernandez is at. He had a down Tuesday, but if he's still cheap, I got no problem going right back to my boy. Where are you, Yadiel Hernandez, against Max Fried? He might not play. He's twenty nine hundred bucks. So see if he's in the lineup. Lefty, lefty. He doesn't start versus lefties. But someone to definitely keep in mind. All right, if you recap on the pitching on this slate, Bieber 10-4, Darvish 10-2, 1A, 1B. Take your, pick your poison. Either way. Uh, Peralta's a nice $9,500 GPP pivot off the two. You got Alzley at 79. And you're, if you're making a lot of lineups and tournaments, use some of him. Robbie Ray at 72. Very intriguing GPP value. Uh, Brubaker at 69. Perez at 66. Keep targeting Detroit. Keep doing it. It doesn't taste good, but do it. Uh, and then Brady Singer at 55. I just can't figure out that pricing for the life of me. Makes zero sense at all. So I'm all aboard that train. If you're stacking it up, Minnesota versus Yang. Don't mind Texas versus Thor, but Minnesota's outstanding. Boston and, and uh, Detroit are both in play. Milwaukee versus Anderson, love that one. And the Angels versus uh, Yarborough is a very, very good one as well. So that Milwaukee and Anaheim combo is super cheap. So that's something to definitely keep in mind as you're building things up. But that'll do it on a Wednesday. Again, follow me on Twitter at BDNTrick. Get you all the goodies there. Uh, if you need to get in the Fantasy DJ and Slack chat, just hit me up with your email. We'll get you in there for free. If you'd like to uh, rate and review the podcast on iTunes, I'd much, much appreciate it. MLB DFS Quick Hits. We got Bench with Bubba, episode 367. Bubba and the Bat Flip dropped for you guys late Tuesday night. So go check that out. I'm recording with Paul Spohr on Wednesday, talking April pitchers, studs and duds. Got another special one coming up on Thursday. So make sure you check out Bench with Bubba if you're playing season long. Give a rate and review for that good stuff as well. If you're playing PGA DFS Golf, the always pressing PGA DFS podcast, myself, Jesse, and Kevin joined us this week to preview the Wells Fargo Championship. So go check out all that good stuff and check out my written content at rotobar.com and subscribe to the Rotobar YouTube channel to watch these podcasts and my pretty, pretty face. So with all that being said, good luck on your Wednesday. I'll be back with you guys on Thursday. But for now, MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, May 5th edition. I'm out. Mm-hmm.